Call me in order. Roll call. Okay, Mayor Wexler. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Fulton. Yes. Reed. Yes. Council Moore will be absent. Okay, public forum. Make sure you tell us who you are. I'm Pat Shug, and this is my next door neighbor, Joanne Peters, and um, everybody knows where I live. And I have had, we have both had problems forever with water coming into our basements. I've had it upstairs. Uh, the mayor knows. I had it like foot deep inside my family room, and it. This was before anything was built across the street from me. Now, I had a, uh, a carpenter there today from Rita, and he took one of the windows out of my basement. I already had him do another one last year uh, to try to help with the water situation. And he came in the house after he was done, and he said, you know, you're gonna, if you get any substantial rain over half an inch, you're going to get water way up from uh, the shelves of Beckman's shelves up there. And now that um, Leonard's house is there, and then the new one coming up across the street from me, that water, they're way up in the hill, and that water's all going to come downhill. All the drainage from Weasel Hill is coming into the basement. It's up on new, not you, me. Go ahead. And he just said, you're going to have a big problem. It's going to be worse than what you ever had before when it stopped was there and it was just grass over there. And it's not these people's fault. It's the builder or getting the building permit approved or whatever. I talked to some of you, I guess, but I guess it's nice to talk to, talk to all of you. It is a big problem anyway. And rock that has washed out already. Um, I get the grass seed that we had to round up in my rocks. Um, I do get water in my basement. We, I did. I did take four of the windows out of the basement. And I just know that they, we're going to have to have some kind of drainage. Either like a retention pound that you've done on um, horseshoe, drive. Or horseshoe Drive or the one down by down. Dixieland, Cradle Park. Gonna have to put something in there. It's gonna wash everything out. The driveways and I mean, I, I know they have these permits that they have to get okay. And so it's right on there, you're changing the water. Well, they are changing the water, all of them are. So something needs to be done. Sooner the better. If, if it's, uh, it needs to be turned quick here. Well, there's so much stuff buried across from the need for a swale. We we're going to have to do something. It's our problem and we have to fix it. So whether there's electrical there or whatever, we can't just say we can't do it. And I'm a loss. I've been bringing it up for over a year. That's not an option. Nobody's bringing it up. I've talked to Jim. I've talked to Scott. 
I think it's not a problem. Just put drains in there and drain it to the sewer, to the sanitary sewer, the storm sewer that's there on the edge of Horseshoe Drive or something. Does that take more dirt out than we've been doing? Yes. So far, we're just skimming around. Yeah, that's not going to do it. It didn't do it the last three. And we haven't had a big one. No, we haven't had a big one here. Uh, we don't get anything done in the next two weeks. I expect it back here at the next council. All right, okay. over here. We, we are going to look. Thank you. Hopefully, harder than we have. All right, thanks a lot. Okay, consent agenda. Is there approved? Oh, oh, wait, there. Oh. Marlon, there for a public forum, too. Oh. Good evening. I'm Marlon Johnson. Uh, I am, I'm sure there are other residents in the city like you that need your help. Uh, we are expected to maintain and repair the sidewalks that are in the city right away. And the cost of concrete and the materials needed are going out of sight. Would the city consider a program where you would help to offset the cost? I'm not asking for you to pay it all. Uh, even to pay half of it would make putting the sidewalks, you know, replacing sidewalks a lot more feasible. Uh, instead of the way it is now, you could base it on income, you know, the eligibility for any kind of grant. Is there any kind of grant money out there we could get our hands on? Uh, to be honest, guys, it would be more feasible for me right now to tear the concrete up, put black dirt in, and grass it than it is to put it back in concrete. Even the ordinance says you can't do that. There is, but we haven't been very good about enforcing it. Um, Half the town doesn't have sidewalks now. Yeah. We talked about this years ago. And, and um, we have we have kind of mentioned that a program would be nice, so some kind of an incentive, you know. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's outrageous right now for concrete. Like I said, I'm not asking you, you know, you know we've done sidewalk, or you guys have done sidewalk for people for nothing. But I'm not asking you to do it for nothing. I'm just asking you, even if you paid half of it, would make it more feasible for me to put concrete in. The sidewalk we've done is to encourage people to go from the lake up town where it wasn't because of I'm just south of the grocery store myself, where I'm right across the street from the library, across the street from the Methodist Church. I mean, there's a lot of people who use my sidewalk, too. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just saying that we did that because of the late and dry encouraging to use the downtown businesses. Like, we realize it's spent high price, but we I, got control of that. I think a program, I think we should look at a program and see, and maybe see what grants are available, if there's any. I know Lake has a program, if they have a sidewalk incentive program, I don't think they pay, but you know, they offer something. I'm not sure what their program is, but we have talked about this just not in depth. Would you like to be on the committee for start something before? I've been on a lot of committees. I can do it. I am ready to be on a committee. A lot of times, it, a lot of times it's finding the facts. And I'm thinking about how a few housing projects were put out the sidewalk and replaced them. We haven't had a problem. Well, I'd like you guys to consider it, so thank you very much. Okay, Mark, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if you want agenda. I'll make it more than a second. Roll call. Yes, thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we have the commitment for Neil Zingman from the Post Ports. All met on the criteria. Yeah.
Which wants to do approve? I'm a resident here in Lakeview, and I'm also a member of the, uh, the American Legion here in town. And most of you know it was roughly three or four years ago when we built the new Lakeview Memorial. And little did we know at that time uh, that the last administration was uh, going to develop a space force, adding to the uh, six branches that we already have. Uh, I handed out a, a picture to each of you just to kind of give you a visual of what we're talking about here. So uh, we've, we put together a committee at the Legion and we went down there and looked at it. The most logical place to, to add the uh, the seventh flagpole on the concrete is the drawing that I showed. And you can kind of see you're standing near the, the playground would be behind you. So you're looking at the memorial seat. You see the lake in the background back there. So the, uh, the seventh pole would be centered right in between the two poles you see in the picture to the left and the right. And then uh, adding a small wing, three foot by three foot, or maybe even two foot by two foot would get it for a handicap. A wheelchair will fit through there without the wing, but I think it would be uh, probably for the, the cost not being that much to go ahead and add the wing to make sure it would improve the uh, handicap accessibility from the playground side to the memorial. Um, we're anticipating 2,000, maybe 2,500 total, counting uh, the concrete, the flag, uh, the flag status. I, I don't remember, Mr. Mayor, the, when we bought those the last time, they were 1,200, 1,300 apiece, weren't they? I think they're 1,200 bucks a piece. So I'm sure, like everything else, that's gone up. Um, and then the uh, a little bit of concrete there, probably four inches thick, would be plenty. But the city can can decide that what what uh, meets the codes there. So I guess I'm throwing this out to the city's attention that uh, uh, we should consider adding that seven flag staff flagpole, and that's not where the space force flag would go. Everything would rotate, so it would be the newest addition, and I probably don't need to get in, into that, but. As you all recall, we've got them as the years that they were indoctrinated in the United States. So Space Force obviously being a new one would be the flag staff that's back to the rear there to the left. But it would have nothing to do with the MIA POW flag or the United States or the uh, Iowa flag. So <clears throat> um, we also thought we would go ahead and do this next Memorial Weekend, initiate this and add it to the program. By the time we get it all done and everything, you know, and then just add that to the Memorial Day celebration. You know, and hopefully we have good weather again. What about the medallion that every branch has? That's, that's the challenge. That's uh, something that nobody, we never come to an agreement on that. Um, I, to be honest with you, Mr. Mayor, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if there's one that's developed yet. Um, which will be in our favor again if we wait till 
until next memorial to initiate the flagpole that if there's a, a medallion that comes out, we'll have to it's gonna have to be doubled doubled with the, the next to the last flag going around to the left. We're gonna survey today. None on Jim with the Space Force boy, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Like like I'm definitely against interfering with anything that we've done in the past. This is about what I think we ought to wait three or four years before people know what the hell's going on. Where's the funding going to come from? Need you to raise the money? Well, as you know, the funding for this is all from voluntary funds. Yeah. So I guess we were kind of hoping that the, the city would be willing to pay for it. I'm not. Yeah. Johnson's in the I just, I said you ought to wait three or four years before people know what's going on. But that's just my thought, right? I'm not near as upset about it as I thought it would be. The picture's a little better, but I still don't like messing with that because you know how much work it was to get there. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of work for several people. Absolutely. Let's see it move around. It's just that I don't know that a lot of people really want to lie. Quite frankly, I thought, I didn't think he would pass. You know, I didn't realize that he actually had that authority. I mean, I knew he threw it out there and I was like, yeah. Well, the commander, the commander's been established, and they're, they're enlisting into those into that organization now. So, uh, you know, that's obviously your guys' call if you want to wait. There'll be a, probably a point in time. Uh, there's other counties that have already initiated it, but uh, we'll probably get a letter in the mail. And they'll, you know, they'll say all the legion, hey, get this, get this uh, identified next. So, I just thought we could move forward. Space forces, some people have it. I don't know what it is. Um, as of today, it has 4,840 personnel and 13,590 assigned United States Air Force personnel as part of the United States Armed Forces, Department of the Air Force, Air Force, headquarters out of the Pentagon. Um, let's see. Has a lot of uh, the equipment that um, every past president has talked about. Uh, and there's a nuclear strike, and we may have used satellites to knock those things down. This uh, branch is in charge of all of that surveillance. There's been two engagements, uh, Global War, War on Terrorism in 2020, Iranian Missile Strike on Al-Assad Air Base. And that's what we know about. That's what we know about. I think they don't have a lot of funding. I think, <clears throat> I think they do plan to increase the funding, is what I understood today when I was coming in for that. Yeah. Or it says we brought the Department of Navy to start. I think some costs would be before we do anything about it, like you're going to call. Jeff, can you kind of hold through something like that? It has to be a big cutout square, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, or I don't know if we can find big enough, you know, top that's got some big, big cutouts, you know, more like a hole saw. Do you know what the electric lines are underneath there? <laughs> I should be too close. Well, my 
perspective, I'd like to see some costs and funding and I still like the way it's up to the council. Yeah. They need to be involved. That seems fair. Oh, absolutely. I just wanted to bring it up. I mean, whatever happens, happens. I think personally that it's, it's part of the young forces. It's new. So whether it's going to stay a part of the young forces or not, they're going to answer all that. Yeah, there was some discussion even flying it with another flag staff, but that would then that right away was disrespectful to the yeah. branch itself. So if you're gonna do it, you need to do it right. So, all right, thank you for your time. Thanks, sir. Okay, ordinance five thirteen, that's the code. Ordinance from the city of Lakeview many provisions for page parking. You bet, yeah. This this is this ordinance would implement a no parking. We sent out notice to all of the folks who live on Hitchin Drive that said this that this was occurring at this meeting and have a discussion and come in to help them to come give opinions and a couple of them are here. I tell you I've heard from uh, the also the, the folks who initiated this idea that this was at the corner where were in favor of the parking system. Uh, they just wanted to make sure that it was on on the house side. Okay, and then the other the other comment that I got actually came from from Dan Drucher of the cops. It that if you would want a new parking system, remember that the driveways and the mailboxes are on the house side, and then you can't uh, park in mailboxes. So if you're going to consider this the house side. I live at the bottom of Horseshoe Drive at 126 Crescent Park Drive. And uh, Memorial Day weekend, I had a really good experience of uh, parking all around. Um, I had people parking on the outside, right to the edge of my driveway, and then in front of the mailbox all along the corner. And then a lady in a big white suburban parked directly across from my parking line of driveway. I couldn't have gotten out if I if I had hit her, it would have been my fault. And uh, my son-in-law pointed out that there's no way on earth an emergency vehicle could get into the horseshoe drive if the people parked like they do. Uh, so I my suggestion is that there should be no parking signs on the inside of the horseshoe. Uh, no blocking driveways or mailboxes, that's a given. And uh, they should park an appropriate distance from the driveway because it's hard to see if you want to get out of here. I can drive across my yard, but not everybody has that luxury. Uh, most people are very considerate. Not so that's just my speed. So do you, do you have a problem with the no parking being on the inside or on the outside? I mean, and on the outside, on the inside, that's been suggested by other residents. I I think if you're going to park 
there's no parking that should be on the inside and let people park on the outside. But that's where your driveways and your mailboxes are going to be. Yeah. I don't I don't really care. But the only problem is if you're parking on the out on the inside, people are going to be trying to back out of the driveways. And that not that really is not that street's not a long street. Mm-hmm. So, so how, how often do you think this happens? Every weekend during the summer. And during special events, it's worse. And, you know, um, I know when there's been construction and stuff, vehicles have been parked on right across the street from my house. Um, you know, my husband was at home, um, still here. He would, he would watch all the stuff going on out of our big window. And it, it was really disgusting for him to have to look through all the windows. So I just had to add that. But anyway, um, I don't know what your, the answer is, but I do know that uh, the building next to me, they don't park, or they park pretty close to the edge of the back on the driveways usually. Uh, but if I drive my big pickup out, I'd probably so I can't do that. But that's all I have to offer. Thank you. Thank you. Mark, do you have anything? Sure, my thoughts. Um, there are 10 driveways around the ocean. Almost oh. every double. The uh, street is 26 feet wide, 10 buildings in place. My thought would be that, and I understand the condition here back in Pell, you're allowed to park on the inside. Hopefully, the people who are parking will respect the park. If the 10 driveways around that horseshoe, Anything on the religious side of the horseshoe? You wouldn't get a car between that driveway and the driveway to the side. Given the two vehicles on the south driveway of the mountain, the next one, the first first house. Most of the parking down by the street, not at the top. I like it's everywhere. Everywhere. It's everywhere. All the way around. <coughs> yeah, the most part, you know, we can look at it all the way down. I'm not there all the time. So and, and those that are parking there are not the homeowners or anything like that. Yeah. You know, campers? Campers, visitors. Campus visitors. But if you got people on both sides of the street, there's no way an ambulance is going to get up there. No. So I'm interested in this no parking on the outside and parking on the inside. So is that feasible, Brandon? Is there enough room? If you're going to pack, I mean, if you're going to back out of your driveway, I understand you have to be careful. But if you have nothing parked, you know, right beside your driveway, if you have a look, you can turn sooner. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think. I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't understand. But I, I honestly, I think there, 
the, the no parking should be on the mailbox on the house side. Um, I I can see for some I can foresee so many issues of cars wanting to park, and then we're going to come up with the issue that car is parking halfway, covering half my driveway. Now I can get out of the driveway or baking with the mailbox and stuff like that. I, I foresee that issue because we're already cutting the parking in half. And now we're moving it all to one side, the one side that holds the least amount of cars. I think it, I think it's just going to come to I think we need to have no parking there because, um, obviously, for safety, you know, getting into the I'm very confused. Are you in favor of the, ins the outside being no parking? Does the, the driveway so, side is no parking? Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes, driveway side, no parking. Well, it's not that, you know, if you do something, you can't change it. It's just confusing. Um, is there an alternative to other parking around the campground? The parking lot, there's no parking lot. There's two parking lot. How many cars, park. How many cars yeah. would fit up there on the local mall? Well, if you were on the, yeah, if you took away parking on one side, if you allowed the inside, I mean, if you look like you guys you stated, if you have on both sides, it's going to be really darn hard to get an ambulance through there or fire department through there. It's going to be tough. Can I add something? Yes. Um, the vehicles we drive now. My pickup is a big truck, and so is everyone else. So you park across the street from my driveway. I'm going to get you because I can't. Hear well, it. I'm also thinking that we should have no parking x amount of feet from the corner, like you do on some street. We can we can sign it off. I'll have to look. I'd have to go out there and look at every lot to see how we could do that. But I mean, we could do something for a certain amount of feet. From one or something like that. I don't have to take a look at it, but I think the overall, I think the parking, the no parking should be on the right side. Right. Um, but we, uh, I understand what you're saying because you get a big, big truck and you're back and trying to back one of those things out. It's not very far. I'm thinking about backing the car out with the big trucks across. Well, the yeah, either either way. I mean, it's, yeah. even if you have a big truck or if you have a small car, it's, I understand Maybe what you're saying. It's just like everybody else's pickup, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me take a look at it this week and, and I'll see if I can come up with a better solution. I'll plan the same. I'm, I'm sitting there with all the different driveways. I'll need less vehicles to park up there and make the inside where they can can park on the inside. Because everybody's got to respect their driveway, so there's only going to be so many up there. And that still gives you the opportunity as a resident to back out clean, you know, other than if there's a vehicle there that you can't see, but I'm just saying you should be able to do that. I think uh, that'll eliminate your your driveways will eliminate more cars that way. You have them parked on that side. So it's, a, it's up to how many cars you want to put in there. You're going to get about three cars on the east side, and that's it. Two on the. Let's see that. Let it go. 
What if you have family coming in and they have a party? Is everybody going to get this? There's no parking, there's no parking. Yeah. Well, that's another it's thing. It's so it's your family got the deal. Yeah, Chief, I Chief, how much trouble would it be to be a study on the uh, people that do park there on the weekend? Can you check out the license see where they're from? Yeah. Yeah, we can we can see them if they're from coming from the campground or if they're coming from see friends or, or family. Yeah, we could do that. We have a huge parking problem in the campground too. I mean, we have a huge parking problem everywhere. That's that's good problem. Yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah, we just manage it. Yeah, and trying to find ground. Yeah, once we get one of one parking area, it's going to start over. Another one. But I think with this one, this area turns into an emergency hazard for. Right. Obviously, there has to be no parking. Yeah. I'm just not sure. We'll figure it out. Give me this week. Let me look at it this week. Um, I'll go through tomorrow. Actually, I'll take a look and see what I what I think the best option is. Got got a few more things to go through. Good. Could more of the museum area be? It's always full on carnival again. Carnival, yeah. But maybe we should talk to the historical maybe designated Yeah, if they knew that this was a designated area for overflow, overflow from the campground. Another option would maybe be no parking at all on the horseshoe because it's, it, you know, that is, that might be an option to consider. Um, you know, I, I know all the campus come and my windows are shut. Just know that when your family comes, they won't be able to park there either. And well, they, they fit in your driveway or they don't park. Well, I've got three driveways, so I will. Really you do, but <laughs> not everybody does. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Well, but we have lawns that they can drive on if they absolutely have to. Can they do the signs like they do? Not the permanent signs, just the signs. Like the water part of the road, they post. There'll be no parking on some of the main streets or whatever. Well, let me take a look at it. I, I, I'm going to have to relook at everything. And I'll, I'll come up with a better solution for it. You, you can already tell we're not going to make everybody happy. So. No, I know, but <laughs> I, I, I want to be able to, I'll, I'll do it so I, I, I can see the most cars there possible without causing the most amount of ass for everybody. You know, most of the people that come and park their cars are nice people. I can't complain about that. But my concern is that if the ambulance or the fire truck had to come in, even with cars parked on the inside, it would be very tight space. So why is it? Fire truck, yeah. Oh, I don't think we should be able to park it. It's like you've got a mission there, right? So I plan on this, I think this will be on the agenda again in two weeks. And you're certainly welcome to come back and have a break. Hopefully it's done, though, before water comes we have enough water carnival time, we can't do that sign. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can put that. That would be good. Because I don't think by water carnival, there's a lot of chance of getting more than We have to order signs and whatnot, but the main thing is, in order to have an enforceable ordinance, it needs to be passed properly and published. So it takes time. Okay, we'll wait on the flashlight. <coughs>
Thanks for your input. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for your service. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. I'll look for you. You'll be there. Good. I'll be there the white truck. Yeah, but he loves cookies. Oh, well, I'll keep oh, that mine, too. Well, I'll be hard. He'll stay overnight. <laughs> no. But hey, resolution 2128 is our cool agreement. Yes, but uh, we're still waiting um, for that for you to have signed the agreement. I talked with Brett again today and he's not received uh, anything back as of mid afternoon. And it would just be appropriate to take Consider it for And in two weeks it'll be this and and building permitted site plan and all the things. Move on to the contract with the Eastern Kilo Water Main Project. Yeah. There's a typo on the wall. Well, that was just the original budgetary estimate was prepared to handle 14 feet. That's uh, the advance. I don't know. That's the personal law work. Yeah, so this. Uh, this would, would just have the yeah. have the NK perform the engineering on this and also does the construction services. So uh, just on the timing of <clears throat> of the project, they look at this as a two-phase project. A small project um, to be done uh, to be done quickly. That they would have uh, the plans done by this by by July 16th for this first phase of the project. The first phase. Just basically think of it as doing work on the evapo property that will be covered up with concrete. So that that work needs to be to be done quickly. It's a smaller project that would be uh, bid out, but it'd be bid out using a uh, competitive quote process, not a formal bid. Back. So small enough that it qualifies for that. Um, then then uh, we would have plans prepared on the big project, the mile worth of, of waterline plans would be ready to go by October. We did that uh, potentially in November around there for a very early spring construction on the water. Evapco has been informed of, of time schedule on that and everything's, everything's good with them. Because the other thing about this work, that the first phase that we would do under the concrete there, it also connects to the existing 10 inch over the existing plane. So they'll have water. They'll have, they'll have water through their, their water mains that just won't meet their, uh, their fire suppression needs right away until the city gets this larger And they understand that part. Okay. We have any questions? I want to use motion to approve that contract. All my favor. Second? Awesome. Four more. Thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Four. Please. Yes. Okay, we have uh, need to reappoint Derek and Lorraine to the library board. A motion to approve that point. So second that we'll call. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Tom? Um, yes. Okay, outlet X. Let me show. Yeah, so that's on page twenty. Both is is this document that, that I've been asked to design and we acknowledge this and and to the value of that property. You want to talk through that a little bit, Dave, from where you're at? Well, uh, 
I was kind of surprised that they included the value of the streets and uh, the uh, We've always agreed that, that we would assign a value to the flatland. Uh, and in my mind, that would be a lot of money. But uh, the note came in as $418,000. And I explained that a little bit in my memoir. I think you attached that to the package. So I did a little research into that. And actually, it's pretty common practice uh, for developers to donate, quote unquote, the streets. Uh, and so with that in mind, that for the means of the thousand become a little more palatable in my mind. The other side of the equation is uh, I can't find anything that would subject the city to liability for just simply abandoning <coughs> that violation. We like to agree other than to say, yeah, if you want to, like I said, you want to go ahead and put that in the tax return. But there can't be any, the tricky part about that is there can't be a quid pro quo, which in my mind, the development agreement in and of itself is put for a quote. You will go this way, and we will accept the streets in our way, so it's not a charitable donation. But again, it's something that I don't think the city needs to worry about. I did ask uh, Mr. Hadley, the attorney for uh, Mr. Terrell, to give us a breakdown of how they were arriving at the evaluation and what the subpart, there must be subparts to it. Like, most of the interest in what the value of the me, that's a true relative uh, transaction. And I haven't heard back. I think today you gotta get on this contact with whatever I wrote that one over that Friday or Thursday or something like that. So are you recommending that we don't sign this until we get a breakdown of what the come up with cost? I don't think there's any hurry to sign it. I mean the latest it would be that uh, by tax time, whatever their fiscal year is, uh, next year, but certainly
Yep. <laughs> Irregardless of that, um, I, I'd like to uh, ask the council to consider Kay's wages at twenty-one fifty. Sac City just hired a woman here, no experience, for twenty-one dollars, and uh, I just think we ought to bump Kay up to this place. She does a lot. People don't know about. I think we ought to take that into consideration. Lakeside is hired. Be the campground people. Well, you're okay. I think that's wrong. That came with me. I don't think I can see this part. Yeah, camera. Does anybody have any? I don't have a problem with that. I'll make that happen. Well, what we end up needing to do is just. And um, just a, a, a note on the, uh, all the numbers that are building here, are, all of our folks with everybody collected bargaining agreement, um, are, those are all put in there already. And that, that shows the 3% uh, wage increase that was, that was in the collective bargaining agreement. Also, uh, Trent Iverson was, was just hired recently, and, and within, uh, Trent was hired at the point. Yeah, twenty nine is what it is. Twenty nine. Yeah, we just busted you up here a while back, right? You're still looking for whatever. <laughs> Workload don't go away. So no, it doesn't. You know, just with, with Jeff. Um, you know, Jeff was promoted. Your assistant employees, and with that, the uh, increase in pay was going to So, but that's uh, that was all the same. We're still with the three percent for community revenue. Nobody's going to get it. Anybody have any other changes for the white? So, so let me understand this. So, the the one for the blank when you're saying increase. Yeah, and I guess the other thing too to point out and I left that as blank with with the with, with that being the main thing that we're trying to improve this year.
Any of those numbers? No, it's just make sure. Make a motion on it. Second. Welcome. Yes. Oh. Yes. Reach. Yes. Tom. Yes. Thank you. Thank everyone. So, um, so with that, now find a solution for this. No, I'm no, he's part. He's part of horseshoe. He's horseshoe. I'm watching. <laughs> that guy is definitely part. Yeah. Yeah. I assume since there's electrical out there, Jeff will have to be part of the system. Yeah, we're we're disgusting. Yeah. Just tough. Well, when you look at the road from the hill, you know it tips towards the cabin. I mean the lakeside. So you know. And I kind of agree with you. I don't understand why, like Leonard's, shouldn't have tipped down a little before it comes down. Like we make everybody do over on the east side of the road. The pilot so when it comes off the street, it's tipped down towards your house a little bit so it runs down, down the street or across yeah. the street and stay on that side of the road. He's going to shoot across that road. Isn't, oh, well, isn't there a city right away to go somewhere? Like, yeah, yeah there is. Is there just six feet and one with three other? Um, I no, no, it's a, it's a standard right? It's a standard just seeing so there be something done in that 10 feet, or are you saying yes? If you dug a little deeper ditch, um, it starts before Leonard's driveway right there. Exactly. So you would have to make them change their driveway. It's all the way to back then. Yeah. But if you if you did it, I don't understand because I'm not an engineer. So if you dig it, if you dig it out and you make a ditch, why do they have to change their driveway? Can't there be It'll a run culvert? right into the if you put a culvert underneath it, but then you gotta cut the driveway out and put that culvert in there. Well then you cut all the way to bush. I mean that we got too much dirt right there. Yeah. You gotta cut So, so what is our plan here then? Is it that we need to meet with those property owners? And I think it think we should get right. the property owners involved in the yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they're sitting way back. I mean, these houses are vast. Yeah. So when you say the water needs to stay on their property, how are you going to do no, that? No, she was asking. I was asking if you put a drain or a beehive or some sort of a, something to catch the water. You could do that right in front of their driveway on that one side. Um, on the so lake it side? Then, yeah, but then you got to go up, have something go underneath the driveway. You got to. Yes, we'll never. Is that? 
But at the same thing, like you said, you know, I but with just learning the ordinances and stuff, you're supposed to have a when it comes up there's no curb, you're supposed to have it slope back away and there's a there's a straight down. You gotta do something with more light on this third one. Great. Is that something that should have been caught there when you gave your permit? Well, no, that's really tough to do. You can't really lay that on that building inspector because what does he know about the I mean, none of the building inspectors we've ever had have looked at the water. All they've looked at is pretty much the setback, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. And and to ask them to have to that we won't be able to find anybody. So the water issue to me, I would think it would be the contractor. I mean, I know that my contractor knew exactly how the water was going to run. He was exactly right. That Correct. didn't help, but I mean, well, I didn't have water in my basement. <laughs> He knew exactly how it was going to go. So, do we need to have the contractor more involved in that discussion? Because I'm sure the you know the property owner just fills out the permit, and the contractor probably doesn't even look at it. I think it's the same contractor that goes through that. Right. Right. Well, yeah, but he's going to know how to get it to the street. Well, there's going to be a street slope. Well, they have to have an idea what we're going to do. They're going to have a meeting with everybody. Correct. Well, we've got to have some sort of plan on the rehab. This is what they think we can do. It'll be next week. So, you're going to come up with what you think we need to address? I mean, I guess I'm trying to figure out what the plan is. You're going to have to dig some sort of ditch on that side of the road. Sure. Berm up. Yeah. Like a terrace. Yep. But that's the same thing to run down the. Yeah. It won't have as much force. Yeah. And then you can see where the rain comes right down their driveway and oh, right it. You know, if it was like grass or something, it wouldn't have the force that it comes down. I Well, if you guys want to plan, then we'll have to meet with the homeowners. Thank you. Okay, we have the city ministry report. Yeah, a couple things. Just uh, first thing would would be a little update on on the lagoon. We call the Bernadine on that then too. When we got um, they were out there and they uh, put in a couple blockers. I think we talked about that last time. Um, put in a couple blockers. Um, the holes that we drilled, we drilled two more holes from that. One that we've been looking at uh, that filled up on either side we drilled. Um, and the, so the one that's holding water again, or holding water again, still I guess, uh, total of California was 2,755, Oli was 118.75. The one right next to it to the east, was uh, 24,196 and E. coli was 20.05. So it was actually higher. And it's only a couple of um, Also took one a sample out of the manhole. Total California was 2.0. E. coli was 1.0. So there wasn't much at all in that manhole. 
what we're able to do is of course we're filling up the lagoons right now, so there's no effluent come out of the out of the plant. So this violating clockwise comes into this this manhole and during any normal time it's mixing with sewage or effluent sewage. So you couldn't really get a, a reading clock because the groundwater that comes through this tile is not coming from the top. So that's what we did. Well we had a chance here to a sample of that tile. And so I guess that's a little positive. I mean it's, yeah. it's not high in Um, today they put in the uh, airlines, put them back in, and started them back in, started them back up. Um, For the seagull system? Yes. The, the aeration in the in the, 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 the cell one. Um, and then they uh, were waiting until it gets full, which might be Wednesday, and then we can start to effluent back up, start dumping it back through the system. Just said that. This was the only opportunity we'll have to test it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the leak is from the tile. Is that just a leak? I think that it was coming around through the tile and then coming up. Um, then once they once they got those those blockers in around that manhole. That water started going down in that, and it's not completely gone, but it started going down in that hole. So, I mean, we've all been out there and it's level full and kind of seeping down now. It's, of course, it's been dry, hot and dry, but it's, there's probably only that much left in that hole. So that's just, I will tell. A um, couple other things for you, just an update about our the, the lake and the application of the aquatic herbicide, and that's going to take place tomorrow. You're going to apply the herbicide tomorrow. Uh, vegetation in the lake is still not, not a big problem. So what we're going to do is apply half of the amount of the chemical that we purchased. So they'll do the entire perimeter of of the lake, the same areas that they would have before, but it's only one pass wide instead of two passes. So figure from the from the end of the docks out up seventy five feet instead of one hundred fifty. Um, so they will they'll do that, and then we'll take about half the chemical. We will reserve then the other half of the chemical, and likely do the same thing again next year. So the <clears throat> the cost this year, including chemical, our contract cost is twenty two thousand three hundred. We won't purchase chemical next year, and the application cost is proposed to be about thirty-five. And the DNR was certainly on board with that. That's, that's their idea about how we should proceed. All right. Um, Yeah, that I plan to attend the uh, Iowa City Management Conference, which is in July 14, 16, that's in and plan to take a few days of vacation. So I will be gone Wednesday through Monday. Okay, I'll be around now.
Motion to adjourn. Second. All seven. Thank you.